You know, guys, when you get to be our age, finding the motivation to get back in shape can be hard. It's just plain tough to find a routine and to stick with it. Good news. FitBod is a fitness app that is anything but routine. It tailors your workouts to fit your life, your goals, your gear, and even your schedule, so you can avoid burnout. And FitBod helps keep up your momentum by mixing in different exercises, reps, supersets, and circuits. Best yet, FitBod has over 1,000 demonstration videos, so you can learn the right way to do each exercise. It's time to ditch the boring routines and kickstart your fitness journey. Add FitBod to your workout essentials. Join today to get your personalized workout plan. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app for free at fitbod.me slash Zabe. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash Zabe. Today on the Zabecast, special guest, Zabe's brother from another mother. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brother. A Baltimore kid who grew up closer to the Brady Bunch than the wire. So you were like Eddie Murphy. <laughs> no, Come on, not some as, of mama's not, hamburger. It's just as good as McDonald's. It's better than McDonald's. Not as poor, but the same thing, yeah. And a grown-ass man who doesn't have any time for anything less than the bare-knuckle truth. And the truth shall set you free! And now, Ready to call out all the number one bullshit in the world, Notorious J-A-Y. You know, it's great to have baseball back, Jay, because even if you're not watching every game or full games, funny, weird shit is happening. And today, Clayton Kershaw got yanked six outs away from a perfect game. What the living hell. Did you hear Dave Roberts is Dave Roberts explanation? <laughs> yeah. By the way, he's the only guy. Uh, there's only two men who have ever been pulled seventh inning or later with a perfect game on the line. And both guys have been pulled by Dave Roberts. What Dave did Dave Roberts. Roberts say? Dave Roberts said, we got to look at the bigger picture here. <laughs> I Dave I, Roberts said, that's what Dave Roberts does. Dave Roberts does. <laughs> yeah. He pulls this, people this from perfect move. and no hitters. This yeah. is my it was just horrific. I mean, I okay. Look, I, mean, I, I grant has you. Clayton Kershaw it's... ever thrown a no hitter perfect game? No, I think he has. Oh, I thought he did. Uh, well, a no hitter. I think there's only 21 men who have thrown a perfect so, game. Yes, but I don't, I don't know if to name them Kershaw. All. I know. I'm not. I don't know him either. Look, on the one hand, it is complete pussification of baseball. You know, oh, well, it's been a short preseason, spring training. Uh, they're not ramped up. Yeah, he's an older guy. I mean, yeah, yeah, 80 pitches. He had 80 pitches. There's no science to it. There's no hard proof that, oh, yeah, you're going to break his arm if he goes, what, another 12 pitches maybe? What would it take I, to I get those six outs? Eight pitches, six to eight pitches per batter. You do the math because I per, can't do it. Okay, per batter, sit that many, six to eight. Get a guy out on three pitches, easily. I mean, but I'm just I'm just going for the highest mean there. Oh, so okay, I'll say right. six to eight pitches. Right, so let's call it six pitches on average. Okay. Yes. Um, and that would be. And by the way, you could run him out in the eighth and see how it goes. And if he loses it on the first batter in the eighth, and you take him out. But on the other hand, it is a it is a mere statistical oddity. That you would, I mean, it's like treated like this great accomplishment. Yeah, but I mean, what if the team he was pitching against sucked? Who was he, by the way, no hitting at the time? The Minnesota Twins. Right. Okay. Um, you know, and it's like if nobody had ever done it, then it's a lot different. But it's been done 21 times. He could probably do it. There's no bonus for for doing it. You know, there's a million dollar bonus from the league. I'd say, you cost him a million bucks. Jesus, you owe him some money. Or if we got a day off from work as baseball fans the next day, be like, oh, 
It's just a, it's just a thing. I'm not so into I just, but, but, you know, last year I do remember uh, John Meese for the Orioles throwing a no-hitter, and then like a month later he was on the DL. Yeah. So, uh, uh. Let me see. No-hitters. Don Larson. David Cohn. No-hitters Len Barker. I, I, is it no-hitters is perfect, perfect game? Perfect games. Len Barker of the Indians. I remember that one. Okay. Uh, Dennis Martinez. Felix Hernandez. I'm just – I'm just there just throwing out names here. Oh, so are you? Guess, are you? Really, guess, it looks like you're looking at Wiki, uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. No. Oh, okay. No, I was. I was. Oh, okay. But I'm just looking. So I mean, there's Randy Johnson, Sandy yeah. Koufax, Tom Tom Browning, who it's for the Reds, if I remember correctly. Jim Bunning, David Wells. Right. Uh, uh come on, that's my Philip Humber. Remember him? Oh, uh, yeah, sure you do. Yeah, Philip. Roy Holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Who uh, doesn't Clayton Kershaw want to join the ranks of Philip Humber in baseball <laughs> immortality? You know, I always want to have my name next to Phil Humber. Humbabe, Humbabe, Humber. So there's that. Dallas that ha- Braden. That shows you you can suck ass oh. and still throw a perfect game. Wow. Dallas Braden has a perfect game, huh? Yes. 26 and 36 record. There you go. Wow. And uh, he's the one with the really weird hair, right? Who was on uh, yeah, MLB. Baseball tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah was it baseball tonight? Or, yeah, no, baseball tonight. Yeah. Giant beard, Dallas Braden. Okay. Okay. Mike and- Witt, Matt Kane, Kenny <laughs> Rogers, Mark Burley. <laughs> All right. And then there's this in baseball. This is, I think this is even crazier. You know, this guy, Stephen Kwan for the Cleveland Guardians. As of I this, they changed their names. That's right. Yeah, they did. As of this taping, he had reached safely in eighteen of his first twenty-four plate appearances, a record for the most times on base through a player's first five games since nineteen oh one. Even more gobsmacking is he's faced a hundred and fifteen pitches without a swing and a miss. That's the longest streak among players to debut since 2000. (laughs) But again, here's where baseball, again, is the most fit. He has not, he won't even sniff the greatest record in all sports. Uh, 56 game hitting streak. 56 game hit streak by Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, and that's, I don't care. There is no record in sports that is more. Hard and more revered than that. Yeah. Maybe Ted Williams is 406. Because you know why? One. You got to be a fucking savage in there. As one Aaron Boone once screamed at the umpire. Remember that? I want to take you to the Wayback Machine. I feel like George Michael. Let me take you to the sports machine. This was Aaron Boone, Yankees manager, pissed off at an umpire in the first inning. Outside pitch. Bear the fuck down. Let's go. I heard you, Aaron. You're fucking terrible, says Boone. Get out, Aaron! <laughs> then, he, then he kicks him out. Brett Gardner, who's got a shaved, big, bald head, looking like some cartoon character, is now clapping him on. Are you summoning your inner, inner John Boy on that one? This, this is from John Boy Media, yeah. Oh, he yeah, says you're having a waste of shit. Ever. Oh, well, okay, we'll get John to him. We'll get to him in just a second. Our guys are fucking savages in that box. Tighten it up, and he does the double finger point right in the face of this young umpire <laughs> who looks a lot younger than Aaron Boone. He claps in his face. How rude. How awesome was that? He's complimented his players, said they were savages. He complimented the other. You're not going to like this. This is John Boy. I got to play it, then you can tee off on John Boy. Here we go. The pitcher said he's a good pitcher. He told the ump he felt bad for him, empathy, and he wanted him to get better. He said, tighten it up, a little encouragement. It had it all. Now, I know I'm biased, but I thought that was one of the better rants from a manager getting ejected we've had so far. Yeah, so there you go. I'm a little biased because John Boy is a Yankee fan. I don't care what fan he is. He's a fucking hack. Oh, oh he, he, here we he go. Talks, 
he 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 puts it. Here's why I think he's a hack because he uh, the greatest baseball fight ever: the Braves and the shit. Why better can't than, I remember? Better than Orioles Mariners at Camden Yards. No, uh, yeah, the Braves. Wait a minute. Let me tell you what. Wait, the Braves and the Padres. Padres. Padres and the Braves. One of the, what, no, How the long greatest ago? fight ever. Uh, 1982, I believe, started by Pas- Pasquale Perez. Oh, wow. I'm looking at photos of um, it right now. So, John Boy, who is a great baseball fan, is uh, the, They going... say YouTube says 84, Jay. Is that possible? Okay, uh, 84. It could be 84. Okay. But so he's running through the tape and doesn't know half of the players. And I'm like, oh, you're a fucking hack. Oh, wow. A hack. He's a hack. <laughs> and he gets paid to talk over stuff. I don't get it. Here, here we go. Steve Garvey at the plate. Walked one batter and hit one batter, which let off this game. Dapper Steve Garvey. A very interesting Tony Moore on the mound. I think Tony Moore. Tony Moore was the, yeah, he, he was the one that, the last one that started the Poor Donnie May, may rest in peace. He uh, committed suicide after giving up a big home run for the Angels in the playoffs. Angel right? Tony Moore, yes. Yep. Yeah, well, he was with the Braves at the time. Here we go. See, even I know the players, Jay, and I'm not that huge of a See? baseball fan. See, there you go. And that pitch hits Greg Nettles, and he's going. Oh, it's Nettles, not Garvey. Here we go again. Nettles <laughs> in the middle. Moore backing out. The benches are emptying again. <laughs> my, oh, my, oh, my. My, oh, my, oh, my. <laughs> oh, wow. Goose Gossage was on the Padres. Oh, yeah. I mean, that fight, it, I remember, because I think I watched it live. Separate incidents have occurred. Now, here come the guys who were thrown out earlier for the Padres coming back out. A balding Chris Chambliss was uh, there. Bob Watson on that team also. Okay. Oh, wow, look at a young Joe Torrey as manager of the Braves. Oh, this is one of the best parts. Bob Horner was on the DL for like a broken hand, and he came out with Aston Hand. He he came out like Ahmad Ned in the Florida International. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So was Jack Kroll. Bobby Brown was ejected from the game for the Padres. Champ Summers was ejected from the game. And Champ Summers. Oh. Rick Mailer, Steve Pedrosian, <laughs> Ben Rock, Gerald Perry were yeah. all thrown out. All right. So, yeah. So, well, maybe John Boy's too young to know the names. Alan, like Alan Wiggins. Alan Wiggins having to be separated yes. from the pile. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was great because Pat, they, but they kept trying to hit Pascal Perez. And they couldn't do it. That's the funniest part of the whole fight. He just keeps, he literally went up to the plate and he was batting right-handed. And he might as well have stood in the dugout because that's how far he was off the plate because he knew they were trying to plunk him. It is, it's the greatest fight of all time. Yeah. Because fans came out of the stands and threw fear okay. on the San Diego Padres players. It's awesome. Okay. If you ever, if you get 10 minutes, watch the fight. All right, and then and then we have unwritten rules arguments already. We're less than one week into the season. Here was uh, what happened in the Giants game uh, against the, uh, let's see, the Padres. So this is Giants-Padres, and it is a 9 nothing game in favor of the Giants in the second inning. Actually, no, it, it looks like it's bottom six, not in the second. Uh, here, here's what's happened. To the pitcher covering. There's a bunt. And they sit. Bob Bell is not happy about it. Bunt with a nine run lead. We have a pretty good idea. He said, look, you can't do it. Well, Gabe Kapler understands the importance of not firing up of a team of who. So Kapler went and talked to this guy, Dubon, who had laid down the bunt. But Kapler, after the game, was pretty adamant, like, these unwritten rules are bullshit. Yes, most of the time they are. Yes. Here's what Like, you can't swing at the first pitch. 
if right. you're getting blown out. Yeah. Right. Here, here's here's what Gabe Kapler said, manager. Of the Everybody Giants. is competing on a major league baseball field. Doesn't make any sense to have one part of the field stop competing and the other part of the field keep competing. I can't think of a reason why that makes sense. Pitcher on the mound is trying to get you out. Batter at the plate stops competing with all of the tools at his disposal. I've never I've never quite understood it. I don't understand it now, and I don't think that the best way um, to play this game is to take away any of your tools to be successful. And maintain is if we don't want a team to bunt, we will defend the bunt. If we don't want a team to steal, we will defend the steal. If we don't want a team to swing 3-0 late in the game, we'll throw a ball, right? So it's we have so much control on our side that we don't have to worry about what other teams decide to do or, or decide not to do. All right, good for Gabe Kapler, you know? Yes, thank you, Gabe Kapler. Thank you. I mean, it, it, it it's only a nine-run lead. Shit can happen. And there's because guys that... There are no, there are no, there's no clock. Right. Who and knows they, what's going to happen? Right, and there are guys who don't want their average to go down. There's guys who are trying to stay on a big league roster, right? Again, I've never understood big league baseball. That's the one part that I go, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then there's the flip side of it. Did you see what happened in the Nats-Braves game as the Nats were getting drilled and they had in this kid Strange Gordon? That was his hyphenated last name, Strange Gordon, pitching. He was obviously a position player, and he ends up uh, plunking Travis Darneau with like a forty-two mile an hour EFIS pitch, and he went down like a like a heat. Yeah, oh gosh, that was very funny. There we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was a fourteen-three in the bottom of the eighth inning with the bases loaded. Actually, two men now, on, me- and that that loaded the bases right there. But he just flopped. Well, you, he just like crumpled to the you, ground sarcastically. Did you see the previous games when the Nationals played the Mets, and the Nationals were plunking guys left and right? Yeah. So much so that I remember Buck Showalter came out of the dugout ready yeah. to throw down. That that, that got that heated. Was, that got heated. The Brewers Cubs opening series got heated because Wilson well, Contreras, their catcher, who gets beaned a lot. Here's the thing. Contreras got plunked on his elbow guard. Why do you wear an elbow guard and then complain about getting plunked on the thing that you're parking over the plate? Because that's what he does. Didn't the Brewers hit a lot of Cubs, though? Yes, they've hit more Cubs than any other team in the bigs. However, they play the Cubs a shit ton because of their division rivals. That's been now Mm. rearranged because of the new schedule. I don't know how you feel about that. Uh, the lessening of oh, the, 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 the unbalance getting yeah, I don't care. Okay. All right. Anyway, but, but you know what? And, and and then there's just other little fun nuggets from baseball that pop up, which make it fun. It's good to have baseball back, right, Jay? Well, we did beat the Brewers. Yes. On opening day. And when I say we, I mean the Orioles. I know, and the and the field looked great. The stadium looked great. I was happy for you. I was telling my friends here in Milwaukee, I said, I was at the last great Oriole playoff moment at Camden Yards. Do you remember what that was? Delman Young. Delman Young. Delman Young. Delman Young with a bases clearing RBI double against, I think, Verlander of the Tigers. I was there with one account roads. Verlander was out. Yeah, he was. Um, but he had started the game, I believe. There was a little Jimmy with his dad wearing tiger shit right in front of our guys, and he was all into the game. And you had Verlander on the hill, but then he gets out of the game, and they get to the pe- the bullpen, and big old Delman Young, tank ass Delman Young, gets up there and rakes. And Jay, it was fucking loud. Uh, I actually was driving to the station when that happened, and it sounded like. I guess it's 747. It yeah. was that loud. You could hear it. I was like, this is kind of cool that I'm driving by the stadium and this is happening. It was, yes, I wasn't in the stadium, but it was loud as hell. It probably be heard from like 10 blocks away. It was just that loud. Yeah. And then if there was not enough baseball shit going on, two other things. Aaron Judge has turned down the Yankees offer of a contract extension for like $230 million. Now that's a lot of mm. money. 
But Aaron Judge next week. I know. A, he's hurt a lot. B, strikes out a lot. Yeah, he hits big home runs. Yeah, Michael K pumps him up. All rise. Aaron, the judge has gone deep, right? Or whatever his stupid call is. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if he I don't know if he's that good of a player. Not in today's game either, in which I just don't know if that player gets that kind of money. We'll see. For once, the Yankees are not just shoveling a mountain of money at a player. Can I sidebar very quickly because you brought up something that I was uh, angry about on Sunday night? Yes, please. ESPN does does not know how to read the room. They (laughs) struck it big with the Manning cast. That was awesome. Right. But but somehow some dummy, some dum-dum at ESPN said, hey, we can get A-Rod and Michael K together and do like the Manning. People don't like Michael K, nor do they like Alex Rodriguez. How do you not know this? Again, you're you're spot on, but the stupidity of television executives knows no bounds. And you're right. Okay. It, got, it got terrible ratings. And here's a clue for you. It's not football. It's no. not football. Even worse, though, is apparently the Apple Plus broadcasts are even worse. Have you heard the reviews on those? The Apple TV Plus broadcasts. How many people watch? By the way, another thing, baseball can't read the room either. Most baseball fans are over 40, and they're the only ones who really give a shit. Right. People of Apple TV don't give a shit. Well, yeah. They're I mean, under 40. Do you, know, do you know how far you have to burrow down into your television options to get Apple TV Plus? I get it. But trying to explain it to somebody, it's like, do you get Apple TV? And, you know, someone says, I think so. I've got a black box that says Apple on it that I stream TV through. Okay, you have the physical Apple TV unit. Apple TV is also an app inside your box that you have to have. It comes pre-installed. But Apple TV Plus is a subscription service on top of that. So now you've dug in to watch the game, and you're treated to the broadcast team of Melanie Newman, who? Chris Young. Chris Young, former Oriole, right? Yes. And Hannah Kaiser, who is like a 26-year-old social media influencer in sports. Going to spit some hard truths here. Melanie Newman, I I guess she she was an Orioles broadcaster. I guess she's no longer, I guess not, but... uh, Terrible. Terrible. That's all I'm gonna say. Terrible. Terrible. Right. And then and then if that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, Brooke Fletcher as reporter. So they have three women on the broadcast plus Chris Young. And they pretty much just rambled on, prattled on about stuff that didn't even include the game. That's wonderful. Yeah, I know. That'll that'll bring that'll bring fans back. I know. And then the uh, the B team of the Apple TV plus is Steven Nelson on play by play. Wait a minute. That's the A team? Oh, sorry. (laughs) The the B team is Steven Nelson, play-by-play, Hunter Pence as analyst, and Katie Nolan as analyst, and Heidi Watney as reporter. I like Heidi Watney. You do, huh? Big Heidi Watney fan. What what do you know her from? Um, MLB. Oh, okay. She's on MLB TV, yeah. Let me me take a peep at her. Oh, she's attractive. See, the thing is... They're, they're, they're hiring these women. And by the way, Katie Nolan, it's unbelievable how many chances she gets. There's... Wait a here, here, here's, here's a question for you. Who's gotten more chances? This is to you, not to me. Who's gotten more chances and not deserved it, Bomani Jones or Katie Nolan? Oh, you see, I didn't want to go back into the Bomani Jones uh, hornet's nest because I know you're a fan of his, but his TV, I, his I TV, you. His TV, his TV show is, is not getting anyone to watch. Just for the record. And there's been a lot of shows that no one no one watched Seinfeld for the first season. So <laughs> it's not gonna turn around. But he may get I'm it renewed for a second season. His his the 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 point some people are making is that Bill Simmons got crushed for bad ratings for any given Wednesday, and then they canceled it. Yes. The yes. ratings for Bomani's show are even lower, and he might get a second season. So he's getting Big push. Katie Nolan is getting pushed. I don't know why. Why do they make her a baseball analyst? Who says she knows anything about baseball? 
I don't know. These are great questions. Yeah. Well, anyway, these are games that if you were to find them, you were obviously a baseball fan to begin with, and yet you're then treated to a very subpar broadcast. Just, broadcast. just yeah. Google search uh, the results of uh, of people's opinions of these Apple TV Plus broadcasts. Okay. But, but am I am I correct about A Rod and Michael K? Am I am I correct? Yes. No. They're both okay. pigs. Michael K is is big on the east side of the Hudson River. And that's yes. about it. People don't know who he is outside of the Northeast. And that's, that's all, okay. Even if they knew, they don't care. And 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 uh, and, and uh, uh, Alex Rodriguez is slime personified. Beautiful slime, <laughs> but still slime. You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules, you name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money. But if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today. All right, yeah. let's. Uh, we okay. got we got Cam Newton to talk about, and we've got John Ziegler, who was a somewhat controversial guest yesterday on this ZABE cast. Of course, it got the usual complaints from people. How dare you have him on? And really, ZABE, again... All I made the only point I made about Ziegler is that I said, okay, there's a new Joe Pa thing coming out. Just be aware it's obviously gonna or not Joe Pa thing, it was a Sandusky thing on ESPN. Just be aware that there is I, a, I read I read the story today. Yeah. There is a there is a uh, you know, there's a very long podcast in which uh John Ziegler really believes that Sandusky is innocent. I only said I just believe Joe Pa got railroaded in a perfect storm of media rush to judgment. But I, but I don't know about Sandusky. It's much more murky. There are a lot of purported victims, and I don't make one claim either innocent or guilty, but I said if you want to listen to his side of it, it's thorough, it's exhaustive, it may not hit any points with you, but go ahead and take a listen. And a lot of people don't even want to take a listen. They're just like, how dare you? How dare you, you, you support somebody who is defending a pedophile? A, a, a rapist. I, I always, I always say when matters like this, you know, the Klan has Bible verses to support <laughs> their racial hatred. So you can do anything to support what you. I used to listen to the Nation of Islam, and was like, huh, 
this is not that bad. Then realize <laughs> they're kind of loony. So, right. So I'm sorry. He, he, well, well, the thing that angered me. Yes. Not even b- besides 90% of it was when he went into the tiger. I, I'd like to point out to non people of color. Yes. Nobody of color would like to relive a moment that made them feel less than a human being. Right. So Tiger's not making up the fact that he might have been told he couldn't play at a course. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that he might have been told. But 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 for Vivian just to go, oh, that didn't happen. And it's just you can't do that. Can't do that. Nobody wants to relive those times. So could his his dad have said? Could his dad have said? You're not allowed to play here. Sorry. And Tiger just took it as gospel as a, as a child, as a 10, 11, 12-year-old. You don't think Earl would have said we can't play here because we're black? I think Earl would have said that. Uh, maybe. But I, I have a hard time believing Los Angeles, as Ziegler points out, was well, that hey, racist. Hey, 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 you guys were trying to point out like this was some utopia for black people. No, really? Just because, just because the Cosby show was – you were like, this is the 80s. Really? <laughs> So wait, so there was because Cosby was on and, and Prince and Michael were top of the charts. There was no racism in America. No, no one said that, but he was a celebrity at the time, a young prodigy child. And there mm-hmm. was at least one, Jay, there was at least one country club that welcomed him and his dad with open arms. That's documented. First of all, celebrity minor. <laughs> okay. He was on once a Merv Griffin show. That was it. Okay. When he was like four, all right. So that excuse that excuses well, him from all ra- racial any, inequality. Okay. Any course that barred him from playing should be shamed. They should find out who it was, name names, name courses, I, I, I and hold people that. accountable. None but, of that has but been don't done. Don't poo poo the fact that it, it might have happened. That's all, all right. I'm saying. All right, let's uh, let's okay. move on to Cam. Cam, love him. <laughs> you knew he would get the usual people triggered. By his comments. Oh, I totally got what he said. Triggered. I totally got what he said, which is, if you're going to come in snapping your long-nailed fingers in a Z pattern, then <laughs> then you better have some differentiating skills that make you appealing to a man. And cooking is one of them. And knowing when to be quiet is also another one. And by the way, that's good advice for men, too. Knowing when to be quiet. When when they shut the fuck up, or yes. or cooking for men. That's not, that's a chicks dig a dude who can cook. I am hell in the kitchen. In <laughs> fact, I I, I tell my wonderful half. I, I tell my wonderful half, uh, I'll cook. No, thank you. Because she's not that good at it. So <laughs> so I would rather cook. Right. Thank you very much. Right. But. Um, you know, as, as I said to you, I said, I want to go down Madden ratings for both (laughs) men and women. Okay. This is something that I'm sure will anger a few very sensitive people, but let's be honest. Every person, you, me, Jay, anyone, men, women, we have a set of Madden ratings, speed, agility, toughness, uh, whatever the Madden ratings are. Right. And it's zero to 99 and no player is perfect. You know, they're, they're weak in some categories inevitably. Right. Yes. Okay. Men, matting ratings, money, accountability, sobriety, hygiene, intelligence, physical looks, parenting skills, handyman abilities. That's where I go down on mine, right there. <laughs> All right. Uh, money, what's your Madden rating? 99 being the most, probably 70. Okay. Accountability. You'll be where you'll say you'll be. You follow through oh, on things. 85. Okay. Sobriety. 99. I rarely get drunk anymore. Those days are over. Hygiene. 99. Intelligence. 80. Physical looks. And fitness. 80. Uh, parenting skills. Not applicable. Yeah, not applicable. Handyman skills. 40. <laughs> okay. Uh, for women, women's Madden ratings. <laughs> Fidelity. <laughs> lovemaking. Volatility. That's a big one. That's a huge one. <laughs> 
if your volatility rating, that's the only one where you want a low volatility, you, you want a low Madden rating, you know? If your volatility is 99, look out. But wait a minute. But the passive aggressive is, is equally maddening. Okay, passive aggressiveness. Is that a Madden rating for women? No, because they may not be volatile, but they will give you the passive aggressive, which is just as bad. That Yeah, that can be bad as well. Uh, breasts, tolerance, <laughs> mental toughness, parenting, cooking, and I put in-laws as a women's Madden rating. <laughs> Although guys, there's, you... guy, there's guys who have in-laws who are also a pain in the ass and, and guys who are mama's boys who let mother-in-law run roughshod over the bride. So it does go both ways. I dated a girl once for two years, and the mental toughness, I never, I kind of overlooked it at first, but she would cry at the drop of a hat at something. Once she went to buy a new car, Zabe, yeah. and the guy did not, the salesman said something that she didn't like, and she broke down, and the, uh, the dealership caved and gave it to her. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Only <laughs> chicks can get this. Well, it worked for her. It's a strategy. It's not a weakness. But the mental toughness. Here's what I like. A, it, I, I, <laughs> what I like about, uh, I think, you know, women with mental toughness, I think it's attractive in that, like, you know, you hear of like some mom, she's like, I went to go get my daughter's soccer jersey and they were closed and, they said I couldn't get it, but we knew I had a game yesterday. And you know what? I, I stayed in front of the school. I called them. I knocked on the door. I made a ruckus. I stayed there for an hour and a half, and I got, I got it done. You know, that mental toughness, that toughness to stick it out, to get something done. I'm they like, don't break down at, yeah. the, at, the, at the slightest yeah, fortitude. Slight. Fortitude, yes. resolve. You know, that's to me, that's an attractive quality for sure. Like, you know, I joke about one of the guys I play golf with occasionally on our annual trips and i think i said to him once yeah he lacks resolve and one of my buddies just cracked up at that particular term and he's like you're so right about that and i go am i yeah yeah because you know his round goes bad and then he goes into give up mode that's what i mean like he lacks resolve so when we're trying to figure out who do you want as a partner uh how we do formats you know, teammate. Well, yeah you're Terrible right teammate. exactly because he lacks resolve you know so that's uh that's something that you you have to assess there I mean, everyone's got different ratings. Did you see the Timberwolves celebrating last night just because they won one game to avoid being knocked into the losers bracket? Uh, it was crazy. Pat Beverly playing against his Most former team. Most annoying play in the NBA. Oh yeah, Not no. And he leans into it too. Leans into it and loves it. And not that great of a player. Did, I don't understand why I he's know. coveted. Uh, Pat Beverly versus uh, uh, Lance Stevenson. Go. Ooh. Lance Stevenson much more ballyhooed than Pat Beverly. Lance Stevenson was like, do you know Gary Williams kicked the tires on Lance Stevenson really? from the Maryland? Okay. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. Wow. I would. Who wins that fight? Pat Beverly is much more annoying. Okay. Both. Uh, all right. Pat Beverly, Lance Stevenson, and okay. Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes is such a badass. So Matt Barnes, <laughs> Matt Barnes kicks ass. So he drove all I the see, way up to Santa Barbara to slap the shit out of uh, slap the shit of Derek Fisher. Over, Derek Fisher over Fish. yeah. banging his ex-wife. <laughs> you know how far Santa Barbara is from Two and LA? Half, yeah, I've driven it before. Yes. Two and a half hours, bro. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know if I could do that to Stu for two and a half. I, oh, that, that's a tough one. <laughs> Uh, Michael Lee writes the NBA says I'm down with everything the Timberwolves did to celebrate clinching the seven seed last night. Every tear, every fist pump, every hop on the scorers table, every girlfriend embrace. May we all do something that fills us with that much glee. All that matters is what matters to you. Others pointed out. You can't tell the Timberwolves to act like they've been there before because they basically have never (laughs) been been there there before. It's such a sad history. I think they made the Western Finals with Garnett one year. One year, yes, they did. That is it. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise, pretty much nothing. Do you like the play-in tournament? I actually do, but don't you? Doesn't everybody still get in? You just well now. No. No, two teams are out. I thought 
Wait a minute. I thought it's seven, eight, nine, ten, seven, eight, nine, ten playoff to see who gets in. And the loser okay, of so seven, eight, the loser of, of nine, ten is out. They're the first ones out. And then the loser of seven, eight goes down to play the winner of nine, ten. So two are out, two are in. Got it? So the Celtics play the, the Nets. Uh, the, now. So the Nets have to play. Yeah. So, the, so when the Celtics get bounced by the Nets, Ooh. people are going to be saying, yeah, I think that might happen. Well, blame me. Robert Williams doesn't play. Yeah. We here, we here in uh, Milwaukee were not keen on landing the two seed because it likely meant the Nets in the first round. And that was something. Oh, you just dropped a we. We, we, yes, we here in Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> goddamn right. We, 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 all the way home. That's where are I am right now in Milwaukee. Milwaukee? Are you are you all Milwaukee? I here Wisconsin. Sports teams, yeah. No, I'm all Wisconsin. All Wisconsin, which includes Milwaukee. I'm going to the Brewers opening day. I'll wee 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 them all the way. I've got a, a Yelich jersey and a hat. I've been traded, Jay. No, I, I, I am not making fun. I just love it that you have now said <laughs> screw the DMV area. But, but people people keep catching me saying we about the commanders and about Snyder. And I'm like, yeah, shit, I gotta break that habit. By the way, I think he'll sell the team by December. He'll be out by Christmas. He, the posse is coming for him. Yeah, and deservedly so because he's he was trying to nickel dime, break a bunch of parking meters, like in uh, the movie Donnie Brasco. I forget whose character it was. It was sadly just <laughs> busted open. Casino. Yeah, lefty. <laughs> yeah, busted open parking meters, and it reminds me of when uh, Brown's owner Jimmy Haslam was jacking the rebate at the Flying J truck stops for his truckers remember that whole federal investigation I do remember that also yeah. yes he's like uh let's let's tell these truckers they buy a bunch of gas from us we'll give them a, a, a two cent rebate on certain percentages over this many gallons and then they did and they just never gave him the rebate and their thinking was nah they're fucking truckers they're too stupid they won't notice and, and then, they did yeah of course so it's like like these trucking companies are professional companies you know this you're with trucking cow you're with cow and trucking yes. Ding, ding, ding. They, they count every penny. They yes. know what the margins are. It's yes. a fucking business. There's actual smart CFOs and accountants that are scrutinizing every penny. But no, Jimmy Haslam's told his managers, yeah, fuck these truckers. Like Jordan, <laughs> fuck them kids. Like the, like the LA Rams, fuck them first round picks. I love that meme, by the way. Fuck them can, picks. Can we, can we bring up tactfully... Dwayne Haskins, the findings today. Can we tactfully well, bring that up? We can or we absolutely just no, not I touch need, that third rail. No, I, well, first of all, there's a couple things on this. First, I need your basic thoughts on, on, on a Steeler, your team, dying tragically, and the uh, ensuing controversy with Adam Schefter. By the way, the story today was why didn't Adam Schefter apologize sooner? Why didn't he? And did it on his podcast. I, right. right. I mean, it's like you can't win. You apologize, but not quick enough. You apologize, but it was on a proprietary platform. Okay. Wait a minute. Do you think if no one had brought it up, he would have he would have ever realized that no. he did a shitbag thing? It was so it was what... it was douchey. It was douchey. He should have yes. really he should have written the tweet and just taken a minute and read it, think about it, and say, Yeah, you know what? I'll just say Dwayne Haskins, former first-round pick by Washington out of Ohio State, currently with the Steelers, was struck and killed. And leave it at that. Don't bring up the struggle hard, in there. How hard was – now, I, I read that and said, I don't think he writes his own tweets. But then I remembered, I heard him on a podcast, and he talked about how he doesn't have an assistant. So he really did write that. Yeah. Well, he makes $9 million a year. Part of why so many NFL players came out to bash him is – he makes more than a bunch of these dudes. He makes twice as much as A.J. Brown of the Titans. I mean, it's fucking ridiculous. $9 million for that nozzle, the former beat writer for the Denver Post, who once uh, adamantly argued Art Monk shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame because he, quote, didn't have a signature catch. Jesus. That's... But anyway, I digress. So the, the, the reporting, at least the one report, one guy is the only one I've seen so far, Claims that Haskins was in a car with a woman who was mm-hmm. driving who was drunk and passed out. Not his out. wife. Not his wife, drunk and passed out, and that the car was on the side of the road disabled when he got out and began to walk, and that's when he was struck and killed. 
That's what I read today. That's yes. one thing, though. I want to see. I want to hold my fire, hold my water to see what is more. And by the way, my opinion doesn't change. It's a horrible tragedy for him and his family and everything else. Oh but, yeah, but, but but you know, it's like yeah, the circumstances might be like, well, that was really dumb. I wish you hadn't have done that. That's a tragic outcome. Jesus. I, I was thinking this the same way when Roy Halladay died. Oh. He died in a horrific plane crash. Yes. But he was flying like a maniac. Yes. Yeah, he was he was buzzing around like, yay, I get this toy plane that they say is super safe, and I can fly it over water, and I'll just buzz real low, even though they're like, no, don't do any of that. All that yeah, stuff you're doing, all that yeah. fun stuff there, you know, evil Knievel, no, don't. But he did. So, so, so you can say it's if it comes out that he was drunk, and uh, we're not here to uh, try him in moral court. So I don't care if the woman's not his wife, yeah. but I'm just saying if he was drunk and running across something, it'd be like running across 495. Oh my god! And I wish we could oh. we could explain to people what 495 is like. Or just pick any major interstate in your major urban area. And think about yeah. playing a game of human frogger. Yeah. <laughs> at, so, at anything but non rush hour with it where there's gridlock. Imagine the terror of that. I'm I'm getting just squeevy thinking about it right now. <laughs> what's the Steve Martin movie with Eddie Murphy? Bowfinger. When <laughs> Eddie Murphy has to run across across the I don't remember traffic. that. I don't remember that. Oh, movie. okay. Well uh, by the way, look- by the way, Roy Halliday had a perfect game, Jay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, 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 Clayton Kershaw doesn't want the curse of El Perfecto. Maybe the, I maybe believe a lot of those other people are still living. So, it, in fact, well, but was Roy Halladay's perfect game in 2010 the last one? To look that one I up, I think Philip Humbers was. I think that was the last perfect game. Okay. MLB perfect game list. And always put the wiki in the search, Jay. Little pro tip for you, because uh, okay. Wikipedia has it. Just the basic, clean information, uh, and you will not have to sift through a bunch of stuff. Uh, let's see. I'm going to scroll to the bottom. Yeah. Uh, oh, Felix Hernandez, King Felix, August oh. of 2012. Matt Kane of the Giant of the Astros, or no, the Giants. Matt Kane of the Giants, yeah. also in 2012. Old Philip Humber of the White Sox in 2012, and then Roy Halliday's one in 2010. So shit, there was yeah. three perfectos in 2012, and none since. Maybe that was the spider tech talking. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Was there one more big thing I had to get to you on? I don't think so. I think we've covered most of it, so why don't we close with FTG, shall we? Yes, we can. All right, let's do it then. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who do you got? I think I sent you this story. It was uh, San Francisco Giants first base coach Anton Richardson got in a heated discussion with San Diego Padres coach Mike Schilt. Right. Mike Schilt said to uh, the dugout of the Giants, you need to control one of his pitchers, but he said he called him a motherfucker. Yes. Anton Richardson said that the way he said motherfucker had racial overtones. What the hell? By the way, Anton Richardson is black. My right. child is white. Right. So what you're the saying hell? you're saying Anton Richardson was way too sensitive. Full of shit. Yeah, because shit. right, yeah. that's big league talk right there. Cocksucker, motherfucker, yeah. all the bad words you got. It's almost like yeah, yes. the movie Semi Pro. Hey, look here, you jive turkey. Whoa, whoa, what did you call me? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't call you jive turkey. I called you a cocksucker. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Anton. He could have used a couple other words with racial overtones. Yeah, he said home he said it was more. he said it was overly aggressive, and because he's of Bahamian descent, 
it had racial overtones. I don't get what that means exactly. I don't get, nobody does. I, he's going to have to explain that one. Motherfuckers and cocksuckers come in all stripes and colors, don't they, Jay? That's right. White. It knows no colors. <laughs> right. Yeah. White, black, green, brown in between. And here's the other thing. When you see, when you find a motherfucker, you know exactly who it is. You're never in Boom. doubt, right? <laughs> so there you go. To uh, your guy. Uh, Anton Richardson. You say. Fuck that guy. I almost thought about something extremely blasphemous about including the big fella, God himself, as my FTG. <gasps> Why? Because he has be taken from us Gilbert Gottfried, Bob Saget, and Norm MacDonald, three of the funniest motherfuckers, and I mean that with affection, in the last six months. Why, God? Why would you do this to us? But, Jay, I cannot actually name the big fella as my FTG, right? Yeah, because you're tempting fate. <laughs> yeah, yes. bad, bad karma. Love you, big fella. Thy will bad be done. Juju. Thy will be done. Yes. My FTG goes to one Taylor Humphrey, 33, of New York City. What did she ever do? Well, she started a service that will help parents name their baby for them and only charges the low, low price of $10,000. Are you fucking kidding me? Fuck her. Um, and I'm jealous. Like say, I'm jealous I didn't think of it myself. Race check aisle three. Oh, super white. As white as it comes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, Jay. Good run as always today. Thank you. Enjoy the weekend. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye now. All right, that's a wrap for me. Thank you for listening. Have yourself a great opening day. I know I will at Miller Park here in Milwaukee as the crew opens up against the Cardinals. We'll see you tomorrow. Just because the NFL season is now firmly in the rearview mirror does not mean the betting season is over. Oh, no, 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 no. There is still plenty of opportunities to put a little something-something on the games. The NBA, college basketball, NHL, yes, golf. No matter what tickles your fancy, there is still plenty of action to whet your appetite. But just remember, where you bet is every bit as important, if not more so, than what you're betting on. That's why I tell my friends to go to mybookie.com. A-G. Oh, but my state just approved it. There's a big DraftKings fan duel, whatever. No, 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 no. Johnny come latelys. My bookie has been ahead of the game for years now. And why does that matter? Oh, I don't know. In a million ways. Better lines, better payouts, less rules. You name it. Plus, you get a bonus with me at mybookie.ag. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. Now, make sure you read the rules on payouts regarding bonus wagering. It does require certain levels of wagering to collect your money, but if you just want to bet straight up, you don't want the deposit, you want to make a one-time bet for a million dollars, win it, and then walk away, Fine, you can do that as well. That's a free cash bonus for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and most importantly, get paid with my bookie today.